0: Previously, on Iron Immortals. One thing that you know is that something in the city changes whatever power it is that you tap into. Something about the city perverts it in some way. You also know, as you look down at your arm, that this perverse ability could strip this pestilence from you. But also, as you look down at your arm, you see that it is stronger than the rest of you. So maybe it's not a pestilence at all.
1: Isolde, are you prepared? I was born for this. Well, I suppose I should straighten out my hair first, mm-hmm. then want to meet the mysterious, probable hive mind of spirits behind the mask. I don't know how your shit works. Here, here's, here's a little secret from the Academy. We don't really know how any of this shit works either. Good day,
0: my trans-dimensional friends. Thank you for joining us at the Crooked Thimble. Fair warning, this episode ends rather abruptly. We had a strict timetable for this recording, and on the plus side, we've wrapped up recording the rest of this season, so we're just editing now. And by we, I mean I, when I'm not tending this fictional bar. Have a drink with us. We'll be talking about the finale soon, it's going to be a mammoth episode, and it'll have a long write-up of the custom rules that I created. Be ready to see that up on our Patreon and on the Crooked Thimble in about a month. If you want to chat about it early, sign up for our Patreon, and you'll gain access to our Discord. Wait, is this conversation happening in a pub or not? Huh. Professor Heisenberg has volunteered for a touch of self-experimentation. Seems like a terrible experiment without any controls, but who am I to judge? But, as they say... Nothing wagered, nothing gained! was that putting the mask on
1: yeah that was me putting the mask on
0: boom (laughs) uh which of the two masks that you have do you decide to put on the warrior mask that was snuck to you in the night or the one that was taken from whose mask do you actually have just one of the dry ones at random or do you actually have Kristoff's mask
2: we were i don't remember i don't think we were able to keep track of which one we had
0: okay yeah, I'm not sure. So you have a mask from the original. Do you which which do you put on the mask from the original encounter or from the new one that was brought
1: in the night? Mm, first things first. Let's go with the let's go with the one from from before. All right. So you put it on.
0: That's
2: probably for the. Well, no, we've been kind of a dick to both of
0: them. <laughs> hmm. So you put it on like a regular mask, even though it has no eye holes. You can kind of tell that there's an indentation where the nose is meant to go, and uh, it's it's remarkably flat on its inside side, aside from that little indentation. And uh, as you bring it closer to your face, you can feel that compulsion. Like, you've already put yourself, dedicated to yourself to this task, and you realize it's dangerous, but as you bring it closer to your face, you know that it is asking to be brought to your face. And when your nose touches the wood initially, you feel feel the wood deform and change so that it it's clay like as it sinks onto your face. That's creepy. Creepy give me a roll plus whiz.
1: Alright, roll plus wisdom. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I got a 13. Oh thank goodness.
0: Wow. Alright. cars. So you find yourself sort of driven into this alternate view of the world. You're aware, you're still very aware that you are seated on the ground uncomfortably, as comfortable as you could get, but damn it, you really wish there were a chair out here. Out here inside of the woods, you can feel your own body still. You become slightly perturbed at the fact that you can't feel yourself breathing, but you don't, you know, feel like you're asphyxiating, essentially. And yet at the same time, you can see the trees, the forest, and you know its layout. You know its form. And you know how to get from any one place to any other place. And all of the Verdwood, you have gone further than the other scouts. You are sure of it. You have almost gone to those vile lands beyond the forest. But even they stay your feet from running.
1: You are two people right now. What do you do? Have a conversation with myself. What will you ask? Heck of a night, isn't it? <laughs> no, heck of a day? It's day, it's morning. It's morning. It's daytime. You hear that
0: read. You hear that question. And you also hear the reply I should be further from this city. It is more beautiful when there are more still woods in this wood. Huh? You also hear that reply, Izzled.
2: More still wood? You make stillwood?
0: No, I don't make stillwood. But the edges are always so alive with the trees that grow ever too rare here in the heart. They're beautiful in their own way and cool.
2: Hmm. That one's one of them. I pointed the one I was fondling earlier.
0: Isold, you have a problem. Uh-oh. You have stood up and you've started walking towards that tree. You can feel it. You're aware that you're doing it. Do you try to resist that impulse? Nah, I'll head to that tree.
2: I'm gonna keep pace.
0: Izold, what do you do?
2: What's so great
1: about these these here trees, anyhow?
0: Which ones? The still wood or the like, or is, the walk?
1: Is there a kind of a cultural conflict going on here? No. Still versus walk?
0: No. That's 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 almost silly. It's it's variety. Walk woods become closer to each other. All the time. They they know each other. They begin to grow to become alike. And soon even the life of the forest grows into them. Getting legs and claws and snakes and spiders. All becoming one wooden thing. The Stillwood, though, they're alone. And isn't it beautiful and tough to be
1: alone amongst giants? Huh. I mean, I do like time to myself sometimes, but company is usually appreciated.
0: Company? That's right. I'm supposed to get company. Please give me a roll plus whiz.
1: Yikes. It's
0: a ten. Okay. You become aware that you are able to push that, that, that making similar that she's talking about is something you are able to do right now with your body. You can make parts of your body sprout wood. And you realize that you are supposed to be bringing more people to the city. Especially these outsiders. But you resist. You have an urge to strike out of the impediment, and you don't. I see.
2: Well, I mean, we're going to be going to this city... Anyway, why is it that you and your friends are bringing so many guests?
0: The outsiders have grown too they've grown to assail our walls too strongly. They harvest the wood and use it for what? They drag it away and make terrible fortresses out on the plains. I bet you use use the the beautiful woods of this of of this forest to make cups and saucers and plates, and You don't? You do it without asking.
1: I mean, maybe I've done that a couple times, but I mean, come on. Should we not be, should we only be making things out of still wood?
0: I mean, the still wood won't mind.
2: Yeah, the guy has a, the guy? Are you, girl? Hmm, doesn't matter. It has a point. The Walkwood are like, they're almost like people, but not, like, it's, it's a thing. It's, I, trust me, it's a thing.
0: Let's say you have a herd of animals with which you are going to, to make some into meat. To cut down a stillwood is to take one of that herd and slay it and cook it up. To cut down a walkwood is to take but a hoof from one of those animals and walk away and cook that up and leave the animal alone, hoofless, in pain and full of regret. Oh. We all grow to be one in these woods. You, the mask turns to face you. Isold turns to face you, impediment, and you, Kaya. Oh. You know what it means to become closer with this forest.
1: Reed looks uh uncomfortable. Alright, I think we're uh we've had a good we've had a good first uh, meeting here, and uh we're gonna table the rest of this discussion for later and then rip off the mask.
0: Roll plus whiz.
1: Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs>
2: I did have one more question. That's going to be an eight.
0: You begin to pull off the mask, but as you do so, you hear the woods around you roaring in frustration. You have a moment to ask your question, uh, Impediment. You may not get an answer in time.
2: Do you know where the Iron Immortal is?
0: Absolutely. And you do know Isold, exactly where you might find one iron immortal but also you're not the only one who can hear the woods roaring the trees nearby are shaking and beginning to sort of slowly lumber like the one that skittered away last night you can see that restlessness taking over in them eustace begins to pack <laughs> as you rip the mask off your face Isold. Uh,
2: ladies and gentlemen, we should be hitting the road, uh, now, if possible. Uh, Reed is gonna, if the mask looks like it actually comes off, is old.
1: It does. I bet it makes a funny sound when it comes off.
0: Absolutely true. It (laughs) makes a terrible popping sound. Also, you notice that you aren't, you're not starved for breath. You're not suffocating, but you realize that you haven't breathed during any of that. And so you, you have to gasp in air. And so now you're a little high from too much oxygen because bodies have weird reflexes. Gasping. <gasps>
1: that was awful.
2: I'm just going to take that mask and put it in this bag here and we're going to we're going to we're going to get on the road and get moving. That's a good
1: idea. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Kaya did uh you think did you think we should go through the pass? Is that uh I think the pass is a good idea, yes. I think that is where I am supposed to go. Okay, uh, anyone else need help getting
2: their stuff together? Eustace, come on, come on, lift from the knees.
1: Izold, Yes?
0: You know the location of a nearby iron well that contains an iron immortal. Oh. It is just below where those campfires are near the pass. So those campfires are, let's say, like, up on a ridge, kind of like you guys are. Mm -hmm. Below that ridge, some short distance into the forest, is another well.
1: That's where the well is. That's where the Iron Immortal is. That's where we'll probably learn one thing, but uncover three new mysteries. Do
3: Do you think it's the one we need to go to? That's not where I'm supposed to go.
0: Isolde, you know that it is a or an Iron Immortal, not... Like, the. There's no capital T in this uh, Iron Immortals
1: description. Hmm. I mean, could be. But I trust Kaya right now. I think she's got good some, some good instincts.
3: Yeah, alright. We'll save that one for later. I describe the web. The web of light.
1: I think that the, the Force has given her clairvoyance enough to find the rebel plans.
0: It sounds like you're going to undertake a perilous journey towards, at least through the pass so that you might gaze upon this city and all of its brilliance beyond. Sure. Um, it will be difficult going through the woods. Who will be the quartermaster, who the scout, and who the trailblazer?
2: Uh, What do those roles do again? Let me remind myself.
0: Uh, The scout allows you to act before trouble when trouble happens. The trailblazer makes it take less time and the Quartermaster makes it take fewer rations.
3: I feel like Kaya should probably be our scout, then? Kaya and Angus will happily scout, since that is actually a thing Angus is trained to do. Indeed. Whenever I undertake a perilous journey, I succeed as if I rolled a ten. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome.
0: So who will quarter-mass, and who will trailblaze?
2: I think we're about evenly matched for that. Do you have a preference, old.
0: Isold, you will take plus one forward to trailblazing because you know where you're going. Mm.
1: Uh-huh. I will blaze the trail, though I have not really suited to this kind of work.
3: <laughs> take take Angus uh, with you. He'll help. He's good. At, he's he's monstrous now. There. Yeah, see, that's not so bad.
1: Is he the size of Battle Cat? Kind of ride him? Uh,
3: not quite. He's he's you know the size of like a
0: cheetah. Oh. okay. Is there any material, like, like Angus has seen some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Has Angus physically changed? People who saw Angus before going into the woods on this trip and see Angus coming out, do they notice a difference?
3: Um, I think your average citizen would not. However, if someone was, like, paying attention to Angus... The, both times then they probably would. They notice
1: the thousand yard stare. <laughs> he
3: he has an aura about him of more awareness of his surroundings. He's less of the playful cat and more of the the fierce predator. All right. With inte- he has an aura of greater intelligence and fierceness.
0: Uh so in other words you've gone from a uh, very large house cat to just plain jaguar.
3: Uh lynx. Okay. You know those, um like, like uh, what are they, the savannah cats? He's he's like a slightly large, he's like an ocelot, ocelot size. And his purr, his purr is frightening. Yeah, you feel frighteningly calm when he purrs. Like, it's simultaneously soothing and frightening. Nice.
0: Excellent. We will try to not have revolving ocelot jokes during the course of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, yeah.
1: Quick kidding around, Snake. Snake?
0: Thanks, Bob. So each of you in turn uh, give me a roll plus whiz to uh, try to do your job as best you can, except for Hannah automatically, sorry, Kaya automatically rolls a 10, and Isold has a plus one forward. What were you saying, impediment?
2: I just rolled and I got a 10. Hey! I finally succeeded. Yeah, we get to eat.
0: You will consume one less ration from this uh, trip. And how about you, Izzled? Got an eight. An eight? That's with the plus one.
1: That that is with the plus the plus one forward.
3: And does Angus get to help him?
0: Uh, I will. I will treat Angus as though Angus had aided, which will also still be a plus one, uh, because he's not as practiced. Sorry. Imp- Isold is not as practiced working with Angus as you are.
3: Yeah, uh, that makes sense.
0: So that still brings you to a nine. So this trip ends up being a two-day trip into the sort of deepest of the woods. This is definitely further than uh, Impediment has ever been. But the effect of this seeming like familiar trails... Isold, you notice like, oh, there's a game trail that goes through here. But it's a little less stamped down than I'm used to it being. I wonder if the game has moved on. You you keep finding yourself recognizing these areas and going, "Ah, yeah, there's that that berry tree, that berry bush that uh, I always eat from." But this just isn't the right season yet. They're going to be bitter. You have a lot of new knowledge that you can't call upon, but you notice that you have. Huh. Mm. So you find yourselves at the base of this ridge. The campfires have moved on. They they moved progressively further south, but they didn't move far. They are probably a day away, and you are at the bottom of the ridge where you first saw them. So you would actually have to go up to where they were, and if you want to investigate that, what you find yourselves at is, unlike Fall Fallow Glade, which was like almost clear cut. It's a glade. It's a it's a it's an open spot in the middle of a large forest. This area is deeply overgrown there are trees that here that you could not wrap your arms around and if you held hands with impediment two of you might be challenged to wrap yourselves around one of these trees these trees are enormous
2: wow
0: their roots are things that the roots of these trees are as big as trees are called back home this is a massive biome basically made of just roots and trees. There are things growing out of the roots, but it's sort of like a rainforest where the ground isn't the ground. The ground is just roots of trees.
2: Wow!
0: And you know that somewhere near here is a well, but you also know that you're not at ground level. You're above it.
1: Yes. This place is entirely too much tree. Yes. Maybe, maybe some less tree would be nice. Huh. So here you are. What do you do?
2: Am I still seeing trees with body heat versus not?
0: Only if you've been continuing to dose with the stuff. Now, mind no. you, you ooze some from your own stomach and much more now. Crap.
1: Can I take a sample of that, too? She might <laughs> keep dosing
2: if she's oozing more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're eating your own boogers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Kaya is, uh, by the by, Kaya is very carefully, like, has wrapped and will take the wrapping off every now and then and carefully, like, squeeze the ooze into the roots of a tree, returning it to the place from whence it came. Well, hey, that's a pretty good instinct, probably. And kind of muttering, please, please take it back. Take it back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have, you, my friend, have a plus one forward on your next spellcasting roll. Oh. Izzled. Yes? You've had two days with these samples of the person's sap, and you still have, I think, a myriad weird items with you. Is there anything you would like to use your enchanter skill upon?
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. What have I used it on so far? Uh yeah, I think I've only used it on the um the piece of the of Herman. So yeah, you know that magic missile tube. Yeah, that I've been sitting on this whole time. Yeah, I'm gonna study it. Was it actually? Oh, do?
3: you you want the magic missile tube? Yeah. Oh okay. I I guess don't don't light anything on fire though.
0: Uh do you, I do you have the broken one still or uh uh Izold or would you need to borrow uh Kaya's?
3: Yeah. Do you still have the broken one? Because I I don't have any control whether you play with that or not.
1: Oh, that's right. There were a couple of them.
0: Yeah, there were a couple of them and I couldn't remember which ones you took.
3: I have a functioning one and I'm hesitant to
1: give it to you to experiment with. (laughs) I'm not going to experiment with it. I'm just going to study it.
2: Okay. There's a difference? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Oh, heckling university
3: folk is so fun. Um, Five. So, do you have the broken one or not?
1: I'll trade you the broken. No, one. <laughs> the,
3: the, the functioning one functions. Why don't you? Why don't you study the broken? Yeah. Or do you want to study both of them and look at them do and you, maybe not Im- do impactful things to the functioning one?
1: I will be as careful as with a newborn babe. And I'm not gonna tell you about those newborn babe experiments we were doing back in freshman year. You just did. You just... Wait, what? <laughs> God damn it, telepathy! <laughs> damn your
0: sudden honesty. Give me a roll plus int to to try to get actually a little bit more out of this than simply Enchanter is gonna get you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well,
1: that's a seven. seven, seven's
0: fine. Seven's fine. Um so you know from essentially what Kaya has put together about how to use the functioning one, she knows that uh, by forsooth, rolling plus int, uh, sh- you can use it to launch a magic missile spell that has the sort of terrible acidic properties of uh, the specific compounds that were being used by Scarlet. Now you also know how to gather that like it looks like it's a very simple compound that gets pl- pressed into here and then it's got some sort of catalytic reaction within the tube um, and you know that essentially if uh, on a partial success from that roll the the shot doesn't will is the last that's sort of contained within inside of that tube um, and so it consumes it at a pretty fair pace. but you can look at the broken one that you've got and she's modified uh the interaction within it. She was trying to get something more reliable and more potent, but uh, essentially she screwed it up. And that is why this, this container that you have ruptured. Hmm. However, you have learned from that. If you can get to a proper lab and controlled environment space with, you know, some good, maybe more rare metal uh, alchemical ingredients, uh, you could probably succeed in the modification that Scarlet failed in and turn this still functioning one into something much more powerful, possibly capable of firing extra bolts of uh, the acidic magic missile or increasing its acid properties or even more reliably being able to generate that gas that she was able to generate uh, that was so blinding and choking. Awesome.
1: It's a poison potato gun. It's
0: a poison potato gun. Uh, and if you're the next time you have a downtime, essentially, you'll be able to roll plus int to futz with it. And uh, if you're in a place that has a lot of uh, available materials and you're going to be able to add properties to it based
1: on that role. A place, a place of
0: power, you say? Yeah, a place of power, except for power in this sense is probably like the alchemical equivalent of a shopping mall, which may or may not be what the verdwood kind of is.
2: <laughs> mm. A very mm. deadly shopping mall. A
0: Deadly chopping. Nice. Mall.
2: Chopping mall?
0: Huh? What did you say? Chopping hmm? mall? Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's that's what day one. So day two is I don't know. I've never really studied that vine whip very carefully. The, you're not
2: gonna you're not gonna study the samples of the sap dripping from Kaya's arm.
1: Oh, all right, all right.
2: I mean, it's it's not like I have a vested interest from getting high off of it. I know enough as I need to know.
1: All right, so I got mushy sample of Kaya's goo. God. And I would like... I, guess, <laughs> just, I, I just call it as I see it. Uh, uh, Tristran
0: helps you with this one because he too is interested. He has, after all, a sap problem. <laughs> And it's important to note, oh. he has been comparing notes. He reveals with one brother Venamo from up north, and he th- that guy. thinks that what you have there is what Venamo had been trying to make. That your two companions are acting as some sort of still making a very pure version of the sap something more potent and uh if you were to take just one more step to crystallize this stuff you would have a much more powerful version of the popular drug you mean that we could we could make some crystal sap you could make some crystal sap you could make the green sap the green sap
1: The good stuff I'm going to do some Breaking Bad here. No, gonna is my enchanter. You want me to roll an int? Uh, no, int.
0: Th- I thought enchanter was just kind of straight up, you get it, right? Oh, okay. It was just you, you yeah, had a little f- bit more uh danger involved the last one. uh, And Tristran is sort of um sucking up that danger by having taste tested the,
1: the goods. Yeah, so don't, don't lick, don't lick Kaya and don't lick Reed. At least not without asking. They are, I mean, there's that. I mean, for sure, for sure, we want to, you know, establish some clear boundaries about behavior here, but especially don't do it (laughs) because they're narcotic right now.
0: Uh, Tristan's like, I wonder if they've, if they've developed some kind of, of gland, if beneath that, the surface where these injuries are, they've got some sort of uh, a growth or something that is, that is causing this, or is it? Or is, or is the sap running through their blood somehow? How is it getting into them?
1: Yes, it would be very enlightening to do a dissection. Hey. Yeah! But, uh, you say hey. that and his eyes light the fuck up.
3: Oh, um, no. <laughs> it would not. It would be enlightening in that suddenly you would be full of holes. And therefore light would come through you.
1: Oh, we'd wait till you were dead first.
0: <laughs> Riku sort of like whistles at that statement, looks around at the extremely threatening and alien-looking woods, and clearly is indicating, like, oh, any minute now, that's gonna happen. Oh, criminy. So, there is no um, well in evidence right now Uh, Despite being, like, exactly where you expect it to be, and it looks like this. These woods look like you expect them to look, but you know that the well is somehow down from you. Uh, What do you do? You can also simply continue up to the pass. Um,
2: Trees have a fever here? Can I discern some realities? Investigate around, see if we uh, look like we're being followed, see if other people have passed through here.
0: Absolutely poke around. Give me a roll plus whiz. Yeah. You're so good at that.
2: Actually I'm okay at plus whiz. Oh, okay. That's a nine.
0: Nine's fine, you get a question.
2: I think I might actually ask my favorite question.
0: Which one's that?
2: What here is not what it seems?
0: This go to, this this sort of went said, but it's it's worth reiterating. If you you can essentially pass beneath some of the this further apart roots of the of the trees. And you could slip down, like, you notice that there are definitely, like, a cavern of roots beneath you, and that somewhere deep in that is where this well must be. But you also know that these roots are alive, and these roots are watching you, and if you maybe just behaved right, an an entrance would become obvious.
2: Huh? Huh? I have no idea... Uh, do we have, like, open sesame or something? Uh, huh. So, do we want to try and check out this well while we're here? Because I think it's just, like, under us. Like, they're Walkwood. They could move. Kaya, is this where you wanted to go? I I can't remember what you were saying earlier. No,
3: I wanted to go to the pass. Um, I think there is something in the city itself that could... Remove this, remove this from me. I don't go seeking the aid of the city, but I think, I think I could go and, you know, like... Convince someone to help? Acquire it through means.
2: Ugh, criminy. You sound like Rake.
0: Oh, she does, actually. You're right. She does sound like Rake.
2: He, he... For all that he's just muscle, he liked to dance around just saying, bully something out of someone. Um,
0: yeah, it was a tough one. They would always try to get us to, like, get a little too close and rough us up a bit. Yeah, Rick, he was tough. Busted his nose good.
2: <laughs> oh, that poor nose.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, isn't it?
2: It's seen worse. I assure you, it's seen worse. Uh so let's climb then, yeah?
0: Uh up to the pass?
2: Yeah, I'm cool with that.
0: Alright. Is old cool with that? Let's go. Alright. So you guys make it up to the pass. It's it's an area that is uh just high enough. Like the the ridgeback hills start to pierce the tree line, and this pass reaches the point where there there are no trees in this, you know narrow pass it is just rock and stone and then back down into the forest again and here up on this on this you know rock trail you can see the city i mean really the thing that you see is that floating temple above it it's not as big as like a palace it's much smaller than that if you were to guess it would only be uh a few palace rooms in size um, but it's hard to get a sense of scale as it just floats above this massive ziggurat in the center of town, uh, that is itself, you know, the two bound together by sap strings, the, the amber crystal strings. And you see those sap strings just sort of throughout the city, many smaller ziggurats. This whole thing is laid out in sort of a complex geometric shape and you see people walking around at the tops of the ziggurats tending to various crops. It almost looks like the ziggurats were built to be sort of tiered gardens um, where, where strange uh, brightly colored flowers are grown. And you can see that the, the, the ziggurats themselves are lavishly painted. They're covered with all sorts of colors that, you know, are both, uh, Probably pretty tasteless combinations of colors, honestly. Uh, They really like primary colors. Um, But that's maybe itself two days down the path from you, but you can still see it. It's just you're going through the verdwood, so it takes a lot of time. Um, Even at a distance at which you can just see the hints of people. But there it is. And as soon as you cross that threshold that you saw, uh, Kaya... As soon as you cross that threshold where you saw that web, you can feel the sun no longer intoxicates you. It no longer feels great on your arm. Something has changed about your relationship to this place for having walked through that barrier.
3: I walk back through the other side.
1: It's warm and comforting.
3: (sighs) Hmm.
1: I see Kaya through an about-face and turn
3: around. What's going on? This is where the change happens.
0: Impediment, you feel that too, but it was more subtle to you. You feel it just be a much cooler woods. Is it more
2: subtle if I take
0: another dose? Uh, You should totally take another dose.
2: I'm doing that. What do I roll?
0: Give me a roll plus con.
2: Do I still have that plus one forward on con? Uh, You sure do. That's that's a lot. That's that's a win.
0: That's, that's a win. Good. How big a win is it? Just that's tell me. A fourteen. It's a fourteen. That's great. You absolutely see something more now. What Kaya is describing, like Kaya points out, this this like line in the sand, basically, mm-hmm. where suddenly the forest changes. It is almost so you could see the difference between stillwoods and walkwoods before. Mm-hmm. Now you can see that there are walkwoods and there are walkwoods, uh... and to the west of you. And out to the north and, and down to the south, all of that big area of the Verdwood, that's all one Walkwood. But here, to the north and east, and surrounding this city, and for maybe miles beyond the city, in any direction on that side of the Ridgeback Hills, that's a different Walkwood.
2: Oh. Oh. They're different woods.
0: Do you convey this information?
2: Yeah. I see. If I don't know if we have line of sight. D- uh, did did you say to the south is a different one?
0: Uh, to the northeast is where this the the city is. I will add it to the map next time. Yeah. But uh, in fact, I could actually Reef's just move. Looking
2: towards home to the swamps in the south. If she can see it.
0: That is the the massive verdwood is to the south.
2: Is the big one?
0: Yeah. Let me uh. You try to figure out how to fucking draw objects in this damn thing.
2: <laughs> you click on the paintbrush.
0: I'm gonna do this and... Do, 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 do. So here, out on this sort of peninsula, in the mm-hmm. center of that is the ziggurat. Okay. And that town. And I just inverted the colors of the previous markings on this map.
2: It's fine. We can fix it later. Everything's
0: fine. Uh, and the verdwood is, um, let me see if I can just do this. The, their verdwood basically extends north to where I'm making my first ping here
2: mm-hmm.
0: to the north side of the hills and then south to where there's sort of this pinch in the coastline next to the, the other hills. Okay. So this, this other walkwood is much, much smaller.
2: Yeah. But it's okay. still
0: many, many square miles of land.
2: Yeah. Huh.
0: Here you are in this strange place.
2: So we're marked by the woods we came from, though. I bet that's why it feels colder here. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. I wonder what that means. Mm-hmm.
1: Beats me. Maybe I can look it up in a book. Alright, give me a
0: give me a spout lore. Plus book. Roll plus end.
2: More book. I do love those books. They're so nice.
1: Booky.
0: <sighs> mm,
1: that's a grand total of seven.
0: Long ago, in the university's past, the uh, the university has its own walkwood as well. On the eastern side of the university, inside of the marshlands, on the sort of south and east of the university. Uh, there is an ancient wood there. It's not as uppity as the verdwood by any means. But it's a mix of still and walkwood. uh, And that is where the walkwood and alchemical devices of the university are are acquired. uh, The alchemical materials. And they're very careful to curate it. To make certain that it doesn't A, grow too big. Or B, that they don't overforest it. There is a university forestry service.
2: Oh my god. Wow.
0: (laughs) You know... In the ancient ledgers of your people, they recorded a war between the Verdwood and the University Woods hundreds of years ago. Hmm. And the woods went to war with each other. And it was savage and it was brutal. And it was hypothesized that maybe once a vast swath of promise was covered in the woods Maybe one one rather mad hypothesis even thinks that it is the woods themselves that dug the iron wells somehow, and that is why they dot the whole landscape of promise. But now they've fought themselves into these corners, and you only got a seven, so I don't take the next step. You have to figure it out for yourself. What book did you consult?
1: What was this book about? Uh, this book was titled the um, The... Walkwoods, Verdwoods, and Normalwoods, a comparative sociological study.
0: <laughs> uh. You found that at Tristran's remote campus. There was someone else there who wanted that book. You, s- you snagged it from another researcher. Why did they want to research it?
1: They had been curious about something that had happened in the university's wood and they had sent away for this book because they themselves were in the university. It was missing during someone's someone's need need for it. So they couldn't find their copy of the university. It's possible in fact that Tristran has the only copy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's a lot of typing.
1: Nothing bad. No, no. Nothing terrible is going on at
0: all. Mm-hmm. I like like answers. I I use them. They make me go. Uh Uh-huh. Good. Good. So now you know that there are two different walkwoods here inside of what is ostensibly called the Verdwood. Um, you are at the top of this cliff. There is this unnatural city a couple of days away. Behind you is- behind you and down the hill is an iron well that exists in the woods that call to you. What do you do?
2: I I mean, uh, I didn't ask the question to know if there are any signs of the other university party having gone through here.
3: Oh, but I totally have a move that lets us find that out, because I- What? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. I have hunt and track.
1: So what are you looking for? Ranger is
0: clutch. Ranger is clutch. What are you hunting and tracking?
3: Um, Well, we are looking for signs of the people who have come through this path before. Um, is trying to determine, is this path used a lot? Who came through here last and which direction were they going? Things like that. Um, and so really I'm tracking, uh, the last people that came through this woods, but it's, it specifically says, yeah, when you follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures, roll plus whiz.
0: Give me, give me your roll plus whiz.
3: That's an eight which um, I follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel. Oh, but that was totally with... Sorry, one second here. Um, That should have been plus Angus um, because he is totally trained to track. I should have been rolling bark track, um, which makes makes it actually a 10. So with that, with Angus's help, I also gain a useful... Bit of information about my quarry.
0: All right. So the last party to pass through here. There's a lot of, like, game that goes through here seemingly on, like, a nightly basis, but that's not what interests you. Mm-mm. The thing that catches your eye is you are certain it is the party that has been leaving the campfires. And they. you you find the exact path that they use to get into the ridge, and you realize what's special about that route is that they are... Strongly avoiding uh, what the walkwood trees of the western verdwood. there's up on this ridge is almost exclusively still wood. There's almost like there's a stillwood no man's land uh, up here at the at the top of the the hills. And this party is about twenty people. I think that's the right number. Let me double check my numbers.
3: That is a large number of people, yeah.
0: Uh, this is 20 or so people. They wear soldiers' boots. They they don't leave much behind. Like, you come across sort of uh, what was clearly a much smaller camp that they made that was made in a hurry and put out in a hurry. And your guess right now, um, from just looking at their tracks and the way that they set themselves up, is that they are moving only to forage as they've they've stripped, you know, a lot of the the berries and the 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 natural wealth of the forest from where they are. But if this is a military group and they're foraging, that means they're either planning to take some sort of action here or near here or they haven't decided to leave the woods.
3: Huh. Hmm.
2: Okay. How many uh how many mercenaries did did Jean's party have is old do you, do you remember that?
1: Miriam, they had lots more than 20 to begin with, but they they divided into groups as I recall. Miriam, is she like walking with us yeah. are we carrying her in a litter? She's she's
0: walking with you. She's she's able to. Um she's definitely the slowest of your party, but Anton's been helping her uh every step that that he can. Um there are um uh Miriam begins. There, there are two mercenary companies um, traveling with uh, the expedition. Uh, there's the Brightblade Company led by Elizabeth Brightblade, and there is also the the Steel Kings uh, led by Carver King. They are uh, both uh, Elizabeth and her her group are mostly uh, university people, and the Steel Kings are from uh, are from Cragsmith. Mm. Uh the smaller company would be the the Steel Kings uh if you're only seeing t- 20 or so sets of tracks then that's that's probably them. Hmm,
1: Steel Kings, huh? Uh yes. Uh what 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 do they all have steel crowns?
0: Um no. What? I I uh, Carver though wears a steel band.
1: Oh. Steel's expensive.
0: Yeah. yeah. They're th- um they're very aggressive. Um, th- they, they, they were quick to speak how dangerous this uh, journey is, and uh, quick to disagree, come to disagreements with. Um, let me look up his name with Professor. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Administrator Litchfield. Uh, and the Steel Kings were um rapidly at odds. Hmm.
2: And do you think they could be a potential ally? Uh,
0: th- they could. They could be.
2: I mean, they're, s- they're not leaving yet.
0: Yeah, I'd leave. She says, pointedly not having left.
1: <laughs>
2: well, it's scary to go alone. I get that.
1: It is dangerous to go alone. Take the <laughs> Wait a minute. No.
2: Bob. Uh, uh. Uh, good jokes.
1: Uh.
2: Oh, hey. It's about time to wrap up, isn't it?
0: It's getting near wrap up time. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that we've got a short session today I don't want to do like I don't feel like we've reached a climax of this session yet Mm -hmm. so I'd like to withhold the end of session move Okay.
3: Uh,
0: and we can continue sort of from here
3: this is a pretty good launching off point
0: yes uh, you've essentially got three different major hooks ahead of you one is delving into the nearby well I'm so tempted by that pursuing the uh, Steel King's company and finding out what the hell's going on with them, uh, and actually descending into Semel and and trying to
3: stop Gene, which is what the thing we're supposed to be doing.
0: Correct. Gene uh, is definitely in Semel right now. Ah. That's that's not really a, a question in Miriam's mind. Okay. Miriam thinks that, that after that sort of welcoming dance in which Miriam was was possessed, that either everyone in the party has had the same thing done to them, in which case you would be running into more wet, masked warriors, Mm -hmm. or that they were allowed in. And Jean's a right bastard, so she's probably in. Jean Archibus. Well, that was abrupt. I warned you. The Big Finish is only a few sessions away, which means I have quite a lot of editing ahead of me, so I really must hop to it. If you like what we do and wish there was more of it, please review and recommend our show on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to it. And if you can, support our Patreon at patreon.com slash crookedthimble. We have a Discord there, and patrons can come and chat with us. It's great. Our music this week was composed by Sergei Cherimzanov. You may find links to his work in the show notes. His work is phenomenal, and I really can't thank him enough for letting us use it. Drop by his site. And, as always, thank you.